Oh. I think this through. Yeah. Okay. You already know what time it is. It's been three seconds. You guys have already annoyed me. Listen, it is time for America's favorite sports podcast, Ball. <laughs> Chirp. <laughs> A sports podcast. Hey. Hey, guys. Oh, you are not enthusiastic at all. Hey. Hey! Wow, you guys. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, that was that was just awful. Hey, it's Twister Rodriguez. No, 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 no. Okay, you you gotta stop searching for these for these new names. No, I'm Reggie Rocket here. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing good. Uh, I'm it's, Raymundo. It's me, uh, Chucky ah, Fenster. Raymundo. Oh, I hate Use you. That. <laughs> Hard. How you guys doing? I hate you from your little toes. I'm I'm doing all right, man. You know what I'm saying. Oh, um, if you didn't know, big news. Tell us about it. No, it was you tell them about it. You, you, Hold on, you you, me, you did all me, the organizing. Yeah, go here, clear let, me, let me clear my throat. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. No, no, you tell them. All right, check this out. So this is officially our first podcast episode. On the podcast diverse. Mm-hmm. It's the NFL people. And and I just want to let you know that you guys can subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. And just, you know, scroll all the way down and just click on the fifth star all the way to the right. So yep. you can get more love. Apple you know? Podcasts, stars and subscribe. Leave a comment, <laughs> review, you know, push us up these charts. Yeah, man. And even I, I even just... even if you say you dislike me, uh, post it. We need it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we need, we need that love. I just want to let you guys know that my name is... Nels, aka Magnolia Watts, SKA Championa. <laughs> What's SKA? S- super, super, simply known as. Simply known as. Oh. He just made that up. People, you hear did, that? He just pulled that out of his BKA, butt. AKA, which is better known as, but I'm simply known as Championa. And oh. I'm Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You snap hard. Hey, everybody. Oh. It sounds so much funny when you say it aggressively. Say it again. Ron! <laughs> All right, and I'm Buddha. All right. You're who? Buddha. Okay, cool. So, how's life, man? Good. All right, awesome. How's your life? It's Ron! Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, Got it. Let's get right into NCAA, guys. <laughs> let's not beat around the bush anymore. All A lot right. of upsets this week. Crazy week. Crazy Crazy week. That's a, that's, if it's crazy, that means it's a great week for college football. And my quick hits is about to be snapping today. I just want to let you know. <laughs> well, before we get into quick hits, is there any games you guys wanted to touch on? I'm yeah. going to jump out the window right now and just say the performance Lamar Jackson put up is very Heisman-like. But I remember having a conversation before stating that his team had to play Heisman-like for him to win the Heisman two years in a row. It doesn't matter what he does at all. He could be the most electrifying player in college football, but if his team did not live up to the hype or help carry him, it would not matter. And with five touchdowns, I forget how much yards he had in the air. I believe it was five or four. Statistician? Stat guy. Uh, I mean, guys, you caught me on a bad time, but I can I can legit let you know. Um, so Numbers Lamar Jackson went... Against Boston College. This too. was against this was against Boston College. And I, I got another staff for y'all. This one's gonna be pretty interesting. Um 
But before we get to that, let's get what you wanted. Um, Ladies Lamar. And we are now in the portion of what we like to call numbers with nails. 19 for 39. 332 yards, two touchdowns. How many yards rushing? And then he had 22 attempts rushing for 180 yards and three touchdowns. Mm. So that's that's a pretty good game. It's just unfortunate that uh, they lost. it didn't fly through. Um, just adding something to that game, if I'm not mistaken, it's BC Boston College's first conference win since November 27th, 2014. Horrible. <clears throat> In the ACC play. That's crazy. But We're in what year now? 2017. Jeez Louise. I thought it was 2021. Excuse me. This guy. That junk is crazy, man. But that was just something I wanted to touch upon because I know all my South Florida fans who are fans of Lamar Jackson. It's Lamar cool to be fans. Jacksonius for long. It's cool to be a fan, but understand this. Louisville Cardinals ain't shaking nothing this year. They're not. They're playing like pure booty right now. Pure booty. Two times for my boy Jordan Travis out of Benjamin High School. <laughs> just committed to um, Louisville. I think he's a four-star or five-star quarterback out of the Palm Beach County area. Very nice. Awesome. Very nice. Um, any other games that you want to mention? Hmm. You carry on. Let me see if I I'm sure you want to mention the U. <laughs> finally, being, finally in the top ten. Hey, now. <laughs> since when? And we're undefeated, too. I got to put that little anecdote in there. Yeah. Go for it. Add it in there. It's added. Congratulations. It's added in How there. How does it feel to have a top 10 it, team? It feels wrong. He's really have... on this. Who is wrong? Remember remember off top, not off topic, on topic. Remember last week I told you about the trap game. I told you Clemson was in the trap Man. game with Syracuse. You did say this. Even though I did pick Clemson because I thought Clemson was going to be able to pull it out. But they lost. You know what last they week lost. was? Last week, this this past weekend was actually the trap weekend. You had the the Syracuse and Clemson game. You had the Miami Georgia Tech game. You had Wisconsin Purdue. Wisconsin Purdue. Arizona you had State Washington. Arizona State Washington. You had the Utah USC. Yeah, that one was was oh, deadly close. Man, I wanted Utah to pull that Oklahoma, one. Oklahoma Texas. Oklahoma Texas. Auburn LSU. Uh, it's trap weekend. Michigan, Indiana. That went to overtime. Right. That one went to overtime. Trap weekend. San Diego State got to number 19, lost to Boise State. Boise. That junk is crazy. Minnesota almost took it out on Michigan State. I mean, there was, there was a lot of really good games out there, um, especially in the top 25. We got to mention Virginia. I mean, West Virginia beating Texas Tech. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'm shocked that Washington State got dominated the way that they did. If you yeah. want to know how to expose an offense, watch California defense's performance against Washington State. That's how you explore the air raid offense, ladies and gentlemen. That's just simply how you do it. Only three points from, what, was the top five team in the nation? It's coming Come from... Come on, man. That's crazy. It's coming from a California team who got walk, dog walk the week before. Where? USC? Correct. They got dog walk, but then... They came to work with Washington State in the air raid and just said, eh, no. Luke Falk threw five picks. Luke? I just took my name off Heisman Falk. And guess how many yards receiving the top receiver had? How guess. many? Take a wild guess. Seven. I'm going with 36. <laughs> can you can you give me something more useful? Seven is a wonderful number, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to I'm going to go with 63. Ever... Ooh, and you said what? 36. Ooh, you 
won without going over. Well, but you went over, so technically he would win. But thank you. Give me my money. Wait, <laughs> yeah, it's fifty-nine yards. Yeah, give me my money on six receptions, which is just horrendous. Terror is horrendous. Um, That's terrible. What else did I see? Um, Auburn LSU. Yeah, Auburn LSU, LSU with the upset, baby. Mm-hmm. It was that was a tale of two halves. Um, LSU was down twenty zero in the first quarter. Yep. Um, and I mean, Auburn dominated two hundred and fifty yards in the first half. Second half, only 64 yards. It goes to show you have to play a four-quarter football. Yeah, you have to play all four quarters. Um, I wanted to mention Miami versus versus Georgia Tech. Great, great win for Miami. However, I have to mention, and you're not going to like what I'm going to have to say, but Georgia Tech did practically everything to lose. Um, on the final draft, Malik Rozier went 8 for 10 for 88 yards. Four of those plays, back to back to back, was bubble screen. And I understand that you're in the rain and you don't want to give the speed that Miami has on the outside any chance to catch a big play. But what's crazy is, obviously, it didn't work because they played five to seven yards off the ball. And Daryl Langham still caught the touchdown. I mean, caught the pass that set up the touchdown. You mean big play mm-hmm. Langham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you are yeah. you're you might as well have just manned up. You might as well have just gave him no yardage at all. You know? So, and, and I know that their top two defensive players did get hurt. I think one ended up coming back in the game, but it's just inexcusable. Now, what I will say, and I, and I think I did mention this um, the week before, um, Miami's defense... Did an absolutely wonderful job. Masterful. I mean, the leading rusher of the ACC, their quarterback, Marshall, mm-hmm. he he didn't break 100. And I mean, the linebackers were flying to the ball. That is clearly the heart and soul of that defense. To, to go ahead and say that Miami's always been doing a, a masterful job against uh, that wing T offense. Unlike everybody else who has to play a different front, a five-man front or some kind of um, weird uh, thought up defense. Miami just lines up, play four man front, and just play your assignment. Nobody does anything special, but play your assignment, play your keys, do your job, and it it, it works. And um, two more things I wanted to mention. I wanted to bring to your guys' attention: Washington and um, Arizona State. I actually watched that game, um, and I've I've got to admit, Washington could never get in the rhythm in the first half. Yeah. Um, Arizona State did a masterful job of holding the ball. Matter of fact, in the first half, can you guess how many plays Washington ran? Washington? In how the many first plays half. did they run in the first half? Now, you're a high school coach. So when I tell you this amount, even you're going to be like, whoa. I'm going to say 12. Seven. You win. 20. They ran 20 plays in the first half. I'm 20. going to. I'm going to play the lotto. <clears throat> 20 plays. <laughs> and um, Washington went one for six on third. And they lost by six points, I believe. And they missed two field goals. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say before I get my last point. 
Oklahoma Texas was a great game. Red River Shootout. <clears throat> Red wonderful. River Shootout. It was, it was uh, that was a, that was game. another was one. That was game. another one. Oklahoma was up twenty to ten. Baker or twenty to nothing actually in the second quarter. Baker Baker Mayfield definitely gave himself a little boost on the Heisman on the Heisman. Uh, His first interception though. He did, but I mean, led the comeback. Well, not led the comeback, but had a big play to cement the game. I'm going to that tight end on the wheel route. Before you go ahead and say that, I'm going to say that this weekend, Shaquan Barkley pretty much ties up the Heisman with this win uh, against Michigan State. You really, you really like this guy, <laughs> Shaquan Barkley. He, does. he he likes Shaq. Shaq Barkley. Shaquan. He's a mixture. He's a mixture of Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley. Shaq Barkley. His name is Shaquan. Um, last thing I just wanted to bring to you guys' attention. Alabama, up until this week, and I mean, they, they dominated this week also um, with a, I don't want to say big, it's not big, but they had a quality win against Arkansas 41-9 to um, with Arkansas picking up six of those nine points in the fourth. Um, I'm not including this game. But um, as of last week, they've ran 56 plays while holding a 40-point lead. Jeez. And they've also ran, <clears throat> excuse me, they've also ran more plays with a 60-point lead than they have trailing by any margin in any game. Who? Alabama. What are you talking about? Alabama. Alabama, Alabama. <clears throat> so roll tight on that one. Six they've played, they've ran seven plays with a sixty point lead, and they've ran six plays trailing by any margin. Fun fact of these teams that Alabama has played that has this astounding number, they beat Florida State, they beat Fresno State, they beat Colorado State, they beat Vanderbilt, they beat Old Miss. Texas A&M and Arkansas goes to show Alabama has played nobody. So are you saying that they wouldn't be undefeated with a more difficult schedule? Correct. Of course. I agree with that. So what team what team in in college football beats them? What what team in college football? That's yeah. that's for us to find out if Nick Saban does the thing of uh, putting the toughest uh, schedule. Penn but, State. But Alabama, oh, I love that one. I, I would want to see that. You think Penn State beats Alabama? I'd want to see that. Okay. You know who, you know, but you know, before we get to that, you know who's going to go ahead and, and show the weaknesses in Alabama? Who? Georgia. Those Bulldogs are playing football Ooh, down they there. Are. So what happens if Alabama plays Georgia and Alabama dominates Georgia? What do we say after that? Then we're wrong. No, I, I I can't say I'm wrong <laughs> because it just it comes it's all about when if Alabama would play Georgia in the regular season then and they would beat them um, outright then I then I could say okay Alabama's just better but here's the thing Alabama's gonna play Georgia where when SEC title game what happens with SEC title game you got weeks of preparation everybody knows Nick Saban does a masterful job on preparation so. With that being said, you don't have weeks of preparation for the SEC title game. Yeah, I think I believe what you got uh, two weeks, uh, two weeks to prepare. I thought it was the next week after the last game. Check that, check that fat guy. You just call me fat, bro. Fact. 
That's what's up. That's you call me up, fat man. lady. He's husky. Oh He's not fat. Oh my gosh. Wow, bro. Anybody else? That, shout out to the grammar police who want to go ahead and check that, run that tape back, and, and nah, bro, you just you just call me fat, bro. F A C T, F U, what? <laughs> D G E. They call me fat, bro. Fudge, fudge. Oh, so now you're saying that's what I that's what I like to eat is fudge. What? That's what's up, bro. Man, you're really digging yourself into a hole right now. I'm not. Can't fit into a hole. You're messed up, bro. So Alabama plays Auburn on the 25th of November. Georgia plays Georgia Tech on the 25th of November. The conference championship game is December 2nd. It's not weeks of preparation. It's a week. It's a week. And, and do you know where the game, where the SEC championship game is going to be? Georgia. It's a home game. Georgia. Oh, God, this is the play. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yep. Sorry, people. Um, Guys, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this later on in the podcast because we got we got a schedule to follow, but we'll definitely bring that up. Yeah, we'll definitely bring that up. So, you know, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're just gonna bring it up. <laughs> oh Guys, my okay. god! So as we're doing this podcast, oh. we're watching a recap of the Celtics Cavaliers game, oh and goodness. we just saw the injury to Gordon Hayward, which he got. Um, on a backside alley-oop. Um, he was about to go for the lob, and there was a little bit of contact, and he just landed really awkwardly on his oh foot, which ended up turning gosh. his ankle, and his whole ankle was just limp and completely out of place. That was really hard to look at. Yeah, it was, it, it's, it's a lot. For those of you who need a visual, picture your foot doing the letter J. Or L. Going in the opposite direction of what it faces. Yeah, that was that was wild. Um, so yeah, that was that was it for my game recaps. I don't know if you have any game recaps that you want to bring up, Buddha. Nope, you pretty much covered it. Shaquan Barkley was on the bye this week, so I'm good. There we go. So do we want to go into picks then? Let's do this. All right. Can, so, I, can I get back the records? Can I read it back to me, please? Yes, I'm, of course. So. After um, after last week, I'm I'm closing the gap a little bit, a uh, little bit, but B is still number one. Bang bang is at thirty seven and eight. Come on! I have now tied Nels at thirty four and eleven. Oh, so we're three games back, slowly creeping up. Truth. All right. So this week we got number ten Oklahoma State. At Texas, Oklahoma State's five and one. Texas is three and three. You said number what? Ten. Oklahoma State's number ten. Yes, they are. Yeah, they moved back up. Whoa, they moved back yeah. up at Texas. Okay, I had to correct myself because I didn't. Then my girlfriend would kill me for my improperness. That's <sighs> wild. Um, I got Oklahoma State. It's Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. State. At Texas. What was the score to the... I got... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oklahoma State just like... What was the score? Dismantled Baylor. What, I'm going what, with what Texas. Was, what was the score of the regular shootout? I'm going with Texas. 29-24. 29-24. I'm going with Texas. Okay. 
We got number nine, Oklahoma at Kansas State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma's five and one. As Kansas State's game. three and three. Non-trap game. As a trap game. Oh, it's at as Kansas State? As a trap yeah. game. Full Yikes. trap game. In the trap. Full trap game. Is it trap Ooh. month? It is, but I'm going to Oklahoma. Boomer sooner. Yeah, I'm going to Oklahoma too. All right, we got Syracuse, four and three at the U. The U, number eight, Not a trap five game. and zero. Not a trap game at all. Taking the U. I'm the taking U. the U. That U. You know we played shorthanded against Georgia Tech. Congratulations, bro. That's lit. That's what I'm saying. All right, That's what I'm saying. Um, Clemson, number seven's on the bye, as is number six Ohio State. When Clemson gets back, they're going to be in trouble. Yes, yes, they are. Um, they're licking their wounds this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got Maryland at three and three at Wisconsin, the number five team. Maryland. I just heard this uh, fact about the reason why Maryland left the ACC was because they're losing money being in ACC. That's the reason why they joined the Big Ten. So, well, Wisconsin. I'm going Wisconsin as well. Wisconsin as well. All right, we got Kansas. At TCU, Kansas is one and five. TCU six and zero. Oh. Texas Christian University. I'm going with the Horn Frogs of Texas Christian University. Right. I'm going Kansas. Georgia's on the bye this week. Uh, they're the number three seed. Did you pick your team? Yeah, I said TCU. Oh, I just making sure. Yeah. All right, cool. So we got. Hey, um, did you share your team? Yep, TCU. UCT. Oh, okay. All right, so we got Michigan. Number nineteen at Penn State. Number two, Michigan's five and one. Penn State six and zero. Penn State's playing at home. Shaquan Barkley for three <laughs> touchdowns, sir. Penn State. Penn State. I'm going one fifty rushing three touchdowns. Shaquan Barkley. All right. So we got Tennessee at Alabama. Tennessee's three and three. Alabama seven and zero. Why do we even talk about this? Thing? Yeah, Alabama. Alabama. Could we stop mentioning them until they play somebody? Well, this week we really only have a different opinion on one game, and that's the Oklahoma State and Texas game. So, um, so I wanted to just uh, got a couple of upset alerts for you guys. Oh, alert us, please. Okay, numero uno. <laughs> I'm the flyest, the highest title, numero uno. Hey, before you go, yeah, that was what just got me. You guys know that that one. Um, uh, it's a video where the, in, the dude is in jail and they're in court. They're reading back, what, reading back what he said. He said, "She says he said she's as thick as oatmeal." He did the. He does that point <laughs> for real. Y'all remember well, that? Well, this is a this is an audio podcast. They don't know what you just did. Yeah, they just heard. They just heard an awkward. They just heard an awkward <laughs> silence, and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> like, "Yeah, I remember that." <laughs> <laughs> remember the guy did that. Remember the guy said. I remember that. Right, right. Yeah. And then after he did that, he followed it up with this. You know? You know what I'm talking about? That was so... Let's do more motions that the people can't see on the other side of the podcast. That was so wrong of me. <laughs> so, oh first upset alert. You've got the Trojans of the University of Southern California going into South Bend. To face the Irish of Notre Dame. I think Sam Donald got his head on right. I think USC. Darnold? Darnold. Is it really an upset, though? Notre Dame winning at home? 
Yeah, it is. It By make? rankings, it's an upset. Uh-huh. Notre Dame ranks 16th right now. Yeah, because don't they always play amazing at home? It, they've 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 kind of fallen back from that, but they're coming back to it surely. Gotcha. You know, I mean, it is Notre Dame. It is home field advantage, um, but it's still an upset. I don't think too many people are expecting USC to go in there. And lose. No, yeah, you're right. Pirate, um, pirate booty. Secondly, even though they're one in six. North Carolina playing Virginia Tech. I don't know. I hate to tell you this. Virginia Tech wins that game easily. North Carolina is horrible this year. I don't know, man. They've played some inspired football against some teams, and I just think Virginia Tech's primed for it. Bro, that was um, last year, bro, Team Shake. Two more games. Shout out to UCF for being in the top 25. One time for UCF. However, they play Navy. And anybody who knows Navy, Navy is like Georgia Tech on crack. Like, they, listen. It's a hell of a drug. I think, like, the last game, if I'm not mistaken, Navy ran for, like, 350-plus yards, and their quarterback went, like, one for four for, like, 20 yards or something crazy like that. Coaching point, though. Scott Frost... The head coach of UFC, UCF, I was about to say UFC, wow. UCF was an option quarterback in Nebraska, so he has a lot of memory of those option days that the Navy is going to try to run against UCF. I mean, understood, but I mean, you can you can prep for an option offense all you want. It, it's a matter of what's going to happen out there on the field. True be, I mean, true it, be it's told. hard to stop that, that triple option offense, especially if it's ran correctly, man. Like, it, it's tough. True be told, I had this conversation with Kent two times with Kent. Um, the only reason why the triple option is uh, effective, truthfully to me, in my own opinion, is because of the ability to cut block down the field in college football. You can cut down the field all the way down the field, and college football is okay with it. Had you had to be a stand-up blocker, I think defenses eat that thing all the way up. I mean, Pause. you're probably correct with that, but unfortunately, the rules are the rules. Um, I mean, the quarterback had 37 rushing attempts for 146 yards and three touchdowns. He's the primary runner. And then he had one completed pass out of seven attempts for 20 yards. So if you go to play receiver there, are you really playing receiver or Heck are you no. extended lineman? One reception for twenty yards, and that's the only. Re- that's crazy. He's just he's there for free school. <laughs> he's there for free school, and I, and that does it for me. Five set alerts. All right. So from there, we're gonna move into the NFL. Oh, the N F. Every every week? L. The paid league. The N-A-F-A-L-A. The niffle. The niffle, if you will. Before, the NFL. Before we get into any recaps, NFL. there's some things I want to discuss How you about the NFL. NFL. I'm, I'm sorry to change the order up a little bit. L-F-N. Okay. Nose. How you doing? So, I don't know... What's going on in the NFL anymore? Uh-oh. I think this year, more than any other year that we've seen, it has truly shown that there is no team that is a lock to win. A Buddha rant is about to happen. Any game. This week alone, 
Eight out of 12 underdogs won the game. Straight up. Eight out of 12. It's the NFL. It's the nipple. But that's crazy. We don't see that. Here's a quick question before you go. Um, can the NFL be rigged? Just a, just a question I want to throw out there to both of you. I'm sure certain aspects of it can. I mean, there's only so many things that can be controlled, though, when you have that many people involved. I think every sport can be rigged. However, I think that the NFL is the least to be rigged to where a result can change off of it. I think a better team is just a better team or a team that starts gaining momentum is a team that starts gaining momentum. Now, to answer what you were saying about underdogs and the teams that have lost, this is my theory. My theory is... A nails counterpoint is about to happen. What, what I think is, is that... Some teams just have a huge disparity. Yeah. And, and in some essences, you know, those teams play into that. Like, for example, the Falcons beat the Dolphins. Now, no, no, I mean, my bad, the no. Dolphins beat the Falcons. Now, in a lot of people's views, they're going to sit there and tell you there's no way that the Falcons should ever lose to the Dolphins. However, if you look at the Dolphins' defense... They've been good since last year. They played good defense. They've they've been good since last yeah. year. And the, then the Dolphins made mis- and then the Falcons made mistakes on offense. Now the Dolphins have made mistakes on offense. This game there wasn't as many mistakes. I believe that Jay Cutler is a bit of a better game manager than Tannehill is. You disagree? I think Cutler is garbage. If you watch him play, you watch the game, go back and look at the tape. Cutler is trash. He made he made maybe five or six throws late in the game to to actually do something offensively, but if it wasn't for Jay Ajayi, there would <laughs> Dolphins would have never put any of those points up. Shout out to Jay Cutlip um who who watched apparently who watched way too many Brett Favre um how-to videos of coming up because the way he plays quarterback is chuck and pray. He it's he, it's like he doesn't care. Yeah, chuck it's and like, pray. It, it's like no, but like even his demeanor and everything like that, he's out there and just he it does just doesn't look like he cares mm-hmm. at all. He came on in the fourth quarter to to win the game, but I mean, you had another scoreless first half. What game are you managing? You got lucky in the fourth quarter and and won the game for them off an interception from your defense. You know, that's the only reason they won the game because Atlanta was right there about to score again. I'm on record saying that I thought this was a bad move and then he played well the one game and I was like, you know what? Miami actually has everything in place offensively for them to be good, but they're just missing a quarterback. And then Jay Cutler showed his real character, how he is. Right. And he just stunk up the place. So you're saying Tannehill's a better game manager than Cutler? Both of them stink. That's not the question I asked. That's my opinion. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's all I was asking because I never said it was good. Yeah, no, and I'm not a huge fan of Tannehill, but I I feel like Tannehill is a lot better. I I I believe Tannehill is a lot better than Cutler as well. Yeah. Again, what I was saying was Cutler's a bit better at managing the game. Now, Tannehill might come back and show something a little different, but I've seen Tannehill literally 
give up some games. Not saying Cutler doesn't have the ability, or he hasn't. Just this game against the Falcons, he didn't. I know. I just don't understand how he's how he was game managing in your eyes. I didn't see. I, I watched the game, but I didn't see him doing much managing of anything. Okay, so what you see him doing? He didn't do much. Like I said, what is, it was what is it was Jay man? it was Jay Ajay pushing the rock, and all he did he was doing a short little screen pass and let everybody else do all the work. He wasn't okay, doing and much. What is a game manager supposed to do? Manage the video game. I mean, it doesn't matter how he's completing the passes. You hand the ball off to your main guy, and when you got to do your little dump-offs and your check-downs and you might do the occasional stupid throw, you do that. You try to keep your interceptions to about one, you throw more touchdowns and you throw interceptions, and you get the win. All right. I mean, J.H.I. had 26 attempts, 130 yards. Jay Cutler had 33 attempts, 151 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm handing the ball off. I'm doing these little dump-off passes. I'm doing these little bubble screens to Landry. And I'm doing these little dump-off passes to, to Stills, where Landry has eight receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown, and I'm going home. You know what? Tannehill doesn't have that ability. Not even that ability. Tannehill doesn't want to do that. Tannehill wants to let it rip. And, and he has enough clout in Miami to where they put faith in him to where, all right, bro, like, we're going to let you, we're going to let you rip. We're going to let you do your thing. Miami's just not smart enough on this or what they do with Tannehill. But you know what? Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl being a game manager. Sure did. I, well, okay, and, but Miami's not doing that, so let's not, let's not get that over though? Oh, I'm not saying yeah. Miami's winning the Super no, Bowl. No, I just think it's crazy how Trent Dilfer won the Super in, Bowl. In five games. That's crazy. In five games, Miami has only scored ten points in the first half. In five games, so that's not good. You're not like so. What I was trying to make a point to was that Atlanta met a team that has a defense that can stop what they do. Julio did get hurt, and then he and came Julio, back. So. Okay. Julio got hurt. But if you're supposed to be an elite team, you're supposed to be able to have a main player hurt and still be able to keep up or win a game. Yeah, that's what I said. Now, the offense, offense made mistakes. Yeah, we can't sit here and just say Julio, 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 Julio every time the Falcons lose. That that that's just that that's crazy. That's a team that just went to the Super Bowl. But every day every game last year we said the reason when they were winning was Julio, 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 so maybe Julio. They're not, maybe they're not that elite of a team as we thought they were then. And maybe they should have lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, probably. But okay. if we could say Julio when they're winning, why can't we say Julio when they're losing? My my main point you. that I was just making was how crazy it was that there's there was that many underdogs that won in one week. Like I mean, we, we, are, we always see this. We always see an underdog team win and stuff like that. But the fact that that many happened on the same week I mean, our picks show like we didn't. We did not do well this week in picks. Mm, uh, yeah, like, once I saw those wins, it was losses, really bad. Like, yeah, um, I'm not going to the uh, Vegas. But what's crazy right now is if we were gambling, it's still very early in the season, obviously. But if the playoffs were to start today, just to kind of give us an early onset of how the season's gone. Yikes! If the playoffs start today, for the for the AFC, it would be Kansas City, Pittsburgh, New England. Tennessee, 
Buffalo, Miami. And for the NFC, it'd be Philadelphia, Minnesota, Carolina, the Rams, the Packers, the Saints. Before the season started, I did not see half of those teams being <laughs> even in the that conversation. I don't know about you guys. You said the Bills. The Bills. And the, you said the Dolphins. And the Dolphins. Man. So we do understand, like, okay, before before I even get to my point, tell me the elite, tell me what you see as in the elite teams. The on Chicago Bears. On both, in both conferences. Oh, when I say that, I mean, because we're used to seeing the same group of six or so teams that go every single year. Right, so, and the fact that a lot of them aren't there. Yeah, but name those those teams that you were talking about. Okay, those teams that are usually locks. Yes. Kansas City. Okay. Pittsburgh. Okay. New England. Okay. Denver. Uh-huh. Um, then I would say probably Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And um, the Bears. Whichever team from the South. So lately it's been Houston. Okay, that's the AFC, right? Yeah. Okay, and what teams what teams right now aren't in that that playoff picture that you're talking about? Denver, Baltimore, Houston. So half. Right okay. now, instead it's Tennessee, Buffalo, Miami. And the three teams are who? Right. Baltimore. Baltimore, uh-huh. Denver, uh-huh. and Houston. Okay. Those are teams that Which have they, could get, they, they could, could get there. They could get there. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. It's way too early to and I'm just saying, like at this point, usually these teams are doing yeah, a lot better. Right at this point in the season, They're, those teams are teams that are going through some extreme identity changes too. Yeah. Though. And then on the NFC side of the ball, NFCs, those teams that usually are at the top. I'm I'm used to seeing Carolina there. <clears throat> okay. I can say I'm used to seeing Green Bay there. Okay. And. Honestly, that's probably it. For those this are list. those are injury riddled. Injury riddled, trying to find yeah. an identity team. Because usually Atlanta's there, Seattle's there, all Dallas teams, or New York is there. All these major teams are transitioning. Yeah, They're, they all have identity issues. Think about it. You said, you said Green Bay injury, no running back. Yeah, nothing, no running game, no passing game at this point. You said. Seattle, Seattle. Even though I think they're playing above five hundred at this point, they lost their identity. I mean, they haven't been a, they haven't been the same since Marshawn left. Let's, yeah. let's just call it, let's just call it spade a spade. You brought up Minnesota. Minnesota, they've been dealing with injuries since last year. Yeah. Patriots. People think it's it's just Edelman, but it's not. We're talking about a whole defensive scheme that literally lost four elite players in two years. Mm-hmm. Which is Chandler Jones, uh, Jamie Collins, Nikovich, who played key. He played a key role on that team. He retired, and uh, Hightower just came back. Right. You understand? And this is a team that runs at least, at least four linebackers. Right. Out on that field. I think. I think it's crazy that all these teams got injuries. It's this many in one like. Season, you know, usually it's like one team will have the identity crisis or a couple teams, but it's like it's like league wide. There's a going. whole shift in things that are happening. Yeah, Carolina going through. It's it interesting. Too. That's the that's the only reason yeah. I wanted to bring that up. Another thing I wanted to bring up was all of these elite players that are injured. 
right now. And I was actually um, reading an article earlier today, and I just want to throw these names at you real quick. This is a quick little roster that I think could potentially even be a Super Bowl team of players that are out for, if not the whole season, they're going to miss a good majority of the season. At quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He would get hurt after we play them. Yep. Um, running backs, David Johnson and Dalvin Cook. Oh, my gosh. Wide receivers, you got Odell Beckham Jr., Allen Robinson, Julian Edelman. Your tight end, Greg Olson. I'm going to skip over the uh, the offensive line. Now, defensive line, you got J.J. Watt. The Watts. Holodi Nada from the Lions. Dominique Easley from the Rams. Trent Murphy from the Redskins. Your linebackers, you got Marcus Golden, Jarrell Freeman, Whitney Merciless. And then your DBs, you got Jason Verrett, Tavon Young, Eric Berry, Quentin Demps. That's a squad that can go to the Super Bowl. See, right. but, dude, Easily. but you're, 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 you're adding more to the point, which yeah. is, you know what I mean? You're literally naming players that define a culture of a whole oh, team, yeah. you know? So but yeah, I wasn't, stars, yeah, I wasn't yeah. debating you. I was just those saying it's just stars, crazy. Yeah, those stars being gone, that's huge. I mean, especially on the offensive huge. side of the ball, you're talking... Thousand yard rushers, thousand yard receivers, ten touchdown rushers, and ten touchdown pass catchers. Like, my goodness, yeah. Greg Olson, Odell Beckham, Julian Edelman, Robinson. Like, right. listen, that's that's extreme An- offense. Huge. Another thing that I wanted to mention because I've been doing a lot of research on it. The NFL needs to get rid of turf. Mm. It is stacking up the injuries left and right. If you look at a lot of these injuries, yeah, these leg turf. injuries, they're on, turf. they're on turf. Obvious how bad turf is. Leonard Fournette almost got hurt mm-hmm. during their game. He uh, he was running to the outside, right? And when he went down, his leg stuck in the ground. And it, it, was, it looked like it was about to tweak really bad. But because they were playing on grass... The grass gave way and his leg kicked out. If that was turf, it would have sat there and he would have yeah. jacked it up. Turf is just turf is just a real bad surface. It's dangerous, um, man. Was, was Watt, well, that's how you know Watt was playing on turf when he got hurt. Like all these guys, a lot of these guys on this list were playing on turf when they got hurt. It's it's crazy because you know it's the grip and it's really hard to it's just hard to fathom playing a sport. That has such high impact on something like turf. I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like the reason why this turf is brought into the fold of NFL, you think of the idea of an owner. How can I maximize more money by giving people more of a fair game to watch? Like my. Oh, you can't say. Oh, if this was a rainy game, my team would have won. If this wasn't a rainy game, I'm sorry. If you so, but if you stick them on turf, it's fair game. It's mm-hmm. your best versus my best. And you know you gotta you can't forget about the greatest show on turf. So the speed guys, the team that doesn't do so much of the running, you know, they and they had that ability to adapt such as the St. Louis Rams team. Because you gotta remember those weren't hard hitting teams. Right. Those were speed and finesse. They catch the ball, they do what? I hit the ground. I hit the deck. I'm not getting tackled here on this field. Right. You know, even the the, the Rams defense, those weren't hard hitters. They weren't hard hitters at all. Uh-uh. They they were all about being precise. I'm going to do cheek to cheek. I'm gonna wrap up and I'm 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 
bringing you down. Period. Point blank. So you know now we have all of these explosive players, and the thing about it too is they're used to playing on grass. You know, a lot of these colleges have left the turf alone. A lot of these colleges grow natural grass. So now you're going from where you had natural grass and, and the turf, and it's not like the the AstroTurf of old. Now it's like what you see in the track and field, which is the rubber in the grass. Mm -hmm. It's a little more bouncy. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's not grass. Yeah, it's you still, can still, still stick into it. Yeah. Correct. It's not give. Yeah, it's, it's, it. yeah there's, there's a lot that, that goes into that. And, and I, I do thoroughly believe that plays a part in a lot of the injuries. Yeah, a lot of these lower body injuries, man. It's mm -hmm. just, if you look, it's a lot of them are always on these turf fields. It's, but there's Aaron, just a couple, yeah, a couple observations. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers got body. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that that couldn't be helped. Yeah, he got body yeah. though. Yeah, that's that's why. That's unfortunate. Oh, well, yeah, that's really unfortunate that injury. Yeah, he was on his way to have yeah. another MVP. Honestly, year. because if you look at how the Packers the past few seasons or whatever, like they've they've gotten off to slow starts, and then it's been Aaron Rodgers having to make something happen the back half of the season. This season, they were actually starting good. You know, four and one, and things were looking. Like they were gonna, you know, start going in a good direction for them, and it's just it sucks. The football yeah. gods heard my prayers and said, "All right, Dallas Cowboys, here's your shot to win the Super Bowl." Aaron, <laughs> have a seat. Uh, okay, so if it's cool with you guys, we can uh, recap a few games. Yeah. All right. Um, Thursday night was an awesome game. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it. The Eagles uh, played the Panthers. It was a good game. Yeah, it was. I am more and more impressed with Carson Wentz every week that I see him. Um, you know, I, I'm not willing to say, you know, he's one of the elites just yet. But, man, he's got poise in that pocket. Every time, I mean, he got hit a few times, but he was never shaken, never, you know, seemed like he was uneasy or anything. He stood as everything was collapsing around him, and he was just firing shots all night long. Yeah, good game. He did have a good game. Yeah, 16 for 32, 22, and three touchdowns. But you know what? Carson Carson Wentz is actually in a great scenario. His receiving core is damn good. Man, I know y'all boys, what y'all boys saw um, Nelson Aguilar do to that DB the, a couple weeks ago. Man, and then he has Alshon Jeffries. Who else he has over there? Ertz, the tight Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz. I forget who their other wide receiver is. Hollins. Mac Hollins, number 10, the rookie yeah. from North Carolina. Um, the one thing that kind of caught my attention, and, I, and I've mentioned this before, and, and I'm going to keep mentioning it because it just keeps to be proven. It's, it's proven every time. Cam Newton had 52 passing attempts. Cam yep. Newton? Come on, man. You've said that a few times. There's only three quarterbacks in the league that can throw the ball 40 to 50 times a game and give you a victory. And that's Brady, Brady, and Brady. Come on now. Come on. I've said this time and time again. Though. It's Brady, Rodgers, Ryan. In no particular order. Those are the only three I've seen yeah. to consistently throw 40 to 50 passes and get you a win. Cam is just not that. I, I'm sorry, he's a great athlete, and and 
and to be honest with you, I would say he's an elite quarterback. He he's yeah. going through the injury process right now, and and I think his arm is slowly but surely coming back. But fifty two passing attempts is just not the way to go. It's just amazing to me how they have fifty two pass attempts, and Cam was their leading rusher. Eleven yeah. attempts for seventy one yards. I don't understand that. Either. That's crazy. He's the whole offense. He's the whole offense. Cam is the offense. Cam's the Carolina Panthers. Cam is the Carolina Panthers. Because I mean, they have rushers. They have. I mean, Christian McCaffrey. They he. I don't feel like he's gotten that many even touches. No, that's what I was about to say. You think they're going to give it to him like that? Because you know, you know how these leagues are sometimes. Ah, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. You gotta give these man. You gotta give these players. Give that man a, a shot. Man. Jonathan Stewart had eight rushes for negative four yards. Christian McCaffrey had four rushes for eight yards. Jeez. You know, so it's 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 kind of crazy. Like, wow. I was just I was kind of in disbelief a little bit that the score was even as close, it, which has me wondering like what the Eagles' defense was doing. Right. You know, um, I see that. Cam had one passing touchdown. He had one rushing touchdown. Um, so I'm trying to see where the other points came from. Were they all field goals? Um, three for three. Yeah, a lot of there was a lot of field goals. Yeah, three for three. Um, who's that? That is Graham Gano. He went three for three. And uh, yeah, that's just it's just nuts. I don't know, but, you know, Carolina's still, you know, they're top of their division, you know, thanks to the Dolphins knocking off the Falcons, but, yeah, they got to they gotta figure some things out there, because especially if you want Cam to be 100%, he's not, he's not going to fully heal if he's having to do everything and he keeps just getting hit <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah. He's, he needs some help. Two touchdowns, three field goals. He scored both touchdowns. Passing and running. That, that just can't be enough. Did he pass to himself too? He, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he had he a touchdown up, pass to McCaffrey caught it. Oh, but gotcha. McCaffrey had 10 receptions for 56 yards. That's, that's yeah, an extended, that's an extending running game. What? 10 receptions for 56 yards. Oh, that's a lot of catches for that young boy. Well, he's Ed McCaffrey's son, that's, so he that's, cares. That's an extended, that's an extended run game. But that's what that's what they want to give Cam. They want to give Cam more options. He has one. Because they have not yet replaced uh, Greg Olson. That's that's crazy. The other side of the ball is so balanced. I mean, by with the Eagles, like the Eagles, the Eagles are so balanced. You know, um, they didn't have a ridiculous amount of running yards, but I mean, Legarry giving you 14 attempts for 67, that's enough for a victory. Yeah. It's enough for a victory. Mm-hmm. Especially you know? for his running style. Yeah, I mean, man. He doesn't, he doesn't need to bust out a 100-yard game. He's he's got to get up the yards that, that you need. That's crazy, man. But yeah, that game, the game was, I like the game because the game was competitive. I'll say that much. The game was, was very much com- was very much competitive. So I, I did. I did appreciate that part of the game. Beyond that, I can't can't really say that it was a good game on on the part of the of the Panthers. Their defense did what they had to do. Twenty eight right. points ain't too too bad, but still. Well, let's see. Moving on, 
I don't have much to say about uh, this. The Chargers beat the Raiders 17-16. Uh, last second field goal to win it for the Chargers. Raiders need to do better. Um, same issue. Same issues we talked about. I don't want to. We don't really need to even get into that it. Identity that identity crisis. Yeah. They need to figure out what the hell's going on. Um, hopefully, we'll have a little bit of help at linebacker now because we just signed Navarro Bowman only to a one-year deal because we don't know if that's going to pan the, out. It's not the defense though. It you is. You can't blame the defense. It's seventeen points. Yeah, but it's the Chargers. But, yeah, but it's, it's still seventeen points. Yeah. But it, regardless, even this one game, I mean, that's fine. But the the defense has consistently been an issue for us, um, whether it be the deep ball or the short slants across the middle because we don't have anything, any any linebackers there. Uh, you guys have an interception yet this season? I don't think so. Yikes. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I know we caused a couple fumbles, but... Yeah, no, That's just crazy no to picks. me when, when you're supposed to be an elite team and yeah. you're losing 17-16. It's like... Hard to be an elite team, and that yeah, happens. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's so, just difficult. We'll see. Um, this upcoming week, uh, it's... We'll get to it in the picks, but it's a must-win for the Raiders, and I, I don't know their chances of that. So, um, But we'll get to that later. Uh, moving on... We had the Patriots-Jets game. Winning by a controversial what a, call. Listen, honestly, that was a great game, though. I mean, the Jets started off... It was up and down, which is what... Two scores ahead. Then Patriots came back, and then Patriots threw up two scores, and then the Jets started coming back, and then that controversial call that... Um, you got to think that after that call, they're going to have to go back and look at that rule. And... Get an iron down. What's gonna happen? They can't leave that at the at the referee's yeah. discretion. And that's they what can't. it looks like. It's like they it's the referee's it. discretion. Well, not referees. The New York, whoever reviews it in New York, because all the reviews go through New York now. So, I mean, if the ruling on the field was a touchdown, you're supposed to have irrefutable irrefutable evidence. Mm-hmm. to overturn it. And I, based on what I saw. There was nothing irrefutable there. Like there was no. Well, even as a as a Patriots fan, I said I thought that was a touchdown. Yeah, I um, I, 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 I hate games where it has to be left to the hands of officials or whatever because it's usually an asterisk by it or some fans gonna come by and be like, "We should have won that game." Right. Ref won you that game. Oh, it like, and yeah. doesn't yeah, and that, that does nothing but add fuel to the fire for people who hate the Patriots. That's you know, like oh, of course. Yeah. Of course, it worked out in their favor. I've heard, oh, well, the Patriots still cheating to win. Nope. Tom Brady's league. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're all just I playing mean, in it. I mean, yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly what ran through my head. I was like, here we go. Yep. Um, I mean. But, I mean, at the same time, what I wanted to ask you now is being a Patriots fan, the fact that this game was so close against the Jets, are the Jets better than we thought they were? Or... Is, are the Patriots' defense really that bad? Both. Yeah? The Jets are better than, than, than we thought they, they were. Because the Jets purged a lot of their team Jermaine, over the Jermaine Curse is, is solid. Jeremy Curley's always been okay. This, and their tight end. This, this Robbie the... Anderson guy, I didn't even know who that was, but he balled out. Um, you're talking about Safarian Jenkins? Yeah. He's been, he's doing, he's been doing good this season. He's your namesake, Austin. 
Hey. Austin Safarian Jenkins. And I mean he had he had a monster game, um, in my opinion. Not just with his plays. I mean he had eight receptions for forty six yards. Tight end was yeah. Mm-hmm. Washington. Washington University when you got drafted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Yeah. He he go. it's it's more or less it's more or less the things that he did that didn't touch the stat sheet, which was the run blocking and mm-hmm. and, and keeping the middle at bay because he can catch and, and he has good skills. Um collectively collectively the Jets ran well. Um and to be real with you, Josh McCown had a good game. I mean he threw two picks but three hundred and fifty four yards, two touchdowns and then he had three key rushes that were twenty one yards in total, but two of them was on huge third down conversions. Right. Um so I mean the Jets are a lot better than we give them credit for. However however the Patriots' defense is pretty bad. Um, but we take away a lot from the defense, and I mean, to be real with you, Patriots' offense isn't giving you much to really talk about either. I understand 24 points is 24 points, but we're just not finding the end zone. Yeah, I don't know if it's a Brady thing or if it's a receiver thing. You know, um, Brandon Cooks finally came to life. Six receptions, 93 yards, but no touchdown. You know, Rob Gronkowski, six receptions, six, I mean, 83 yards, two touchdowns. So Rob did what he was supposed to do. Now, the biggest issue that I saw, to be honest, because, I mean, Deion Lewis and Gillis Lee combined, they combined um, for 22 attempts, or 21 attempts, for 96 yards and a touchdown. Now, if you add James White's numbers onto that, then you have 25 attempts for um, 120 yards and a touchdown. So that's that's a good game for one running back, but that's what you have with a running back by committee. Mm-hmm. So 120 yards on 25 attempts, that's solid. You can't ask for much more than that. Um, but Danny Amendola really... Dropped the ball, literally. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a couple of third down plays where, I mean, the ball is literally in his hands. And he drops it. And, I mean, the, the the Patriots offense, which a lot of people don't understand, the scheme is successful because of the things that I talk about. And I know what I'm talking about because I watch Patriot games. They're, they're huge on third down conversions. Hmm. You keep the drive going. You, you take a little bit of time out the clock. It gets you in a rhythm. It gives the defense time to catch their breath, especially a defense with the scheme such as the Patriots where we don't have that strong of a linebacking core. We, we, we lost it. I mean, thank God we got Hightower back. Hightower was flying everywhere, and they, mm-hmm. still, they still put 17 up on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, thankfully, the team is good enough to where the offense can – outmanaged 17 points but let's be honest for a minute there it was kind of scary as a Patriots fan so you know I'm, I'm scared as we go into the stretch we play a team like Atlanta you know our defense realistically as a fan our defense is not as good as the Dolphins right. Dolphins got the best defense in that division if it's not them it's the Bills but I, I would have to say Dolphins because the Dolphins front line is ridiculous it's ridiculous their front seven is, is they're they're playing very well, and and on top of that, their their back four, their DBs are doing what they have to do. 
So the Falcons was gonna have a difficult time with the with the Dolphins. They're not gonna have a difficult time with us. Right. So if if the Patriots offense doesn't figure it out and gets out on the field and and plays a game that they understand, look, we're gonna have to score and and score often. We're we're gonna lose. Right. This this is not this is not a a Super Bowl rematch by any means. Mm-hmm. They're not the same teams. However, Falcons is way closer to their identity than than we are. So I mean, uh, I don't know. You know, the defense. <laughs> we have time, and we're in a weak division to where we can kind of feel it out right. and figure it out before the playoffs. But we're we're going into a tough stretch of games right now. Mm. All right, um, Sunday night football. Mm. The New York Football Giants. Against the, New the Denver York football giants, against the Denver Broncos. Nobody saw that coming. Wow! Except for and it was funny. And I joke. I, I I was joking around with Nels talking about this game. Oh yeah, you got to say it, bro. And in the group text, I said I told him because there's no way the Giants are going to win this game. On paper, it, it's impossible. There's no, absolutely no way with a weak running game. Zero passing game. There's no way they're going to be one of the best defenses in the league. And then it happened. I was like, if they win, I was like, if they win, they're the greatest team of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, say it. I have to say it. I yeah. guess they're the greatest yeah. team of all time. I mean, the obviously, of all time? the Giants. The New York Giants of what season? Of 2017, 2018. <laughs> best team ever. Ever. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> nah. Listen. Listen. <laughs> but here's what's crazy, He's though. Actually, yeah. Hey, he I, said I, it, I, I said it. I had to. So, oh, that's look, here, here's, here's all I'm going to say it's hard to win a game when you're missing field goals and you're turning the ball over. When your defense is out there the entire game. You're going to lose. When the Giants defense is scoring touchdowns off of pick sixes and stuff. See, Trevor Simeon, we had this conversation a few weeks back, knows, where we're saying he, he was he's servable and stuff like He's serviceable. I think and he's he is. trash. No, I don't think he's trash. I think he's I serviceable. But what I do think is that sometimes he gets a little overconfident. And he starts thinking that he's Aaron Rodgers. And he starts making these throws. And I'm, he can't make those. We're going to take that a step throws. further. How many attempts did Trevor Simeon have? Oh, I just looked at the number. 50. Come on, man. No, you're like an oracle. Come on, man. Like, Trevor Simeon had 50 passing attempts? He's trash. 50? 50? 50? Only one touchdown. Two picks. And mm. you got C.J. Anderson, who's a guy... Who needs carries? You give him nine carries. Nine. Jamal Charles had the other five. That's crazy. You got all these guys. Demarius Thomas got 10 receptions for 133 yards, no touchdown. Devontae Booker got you four receptions, 78 yards, no touchdown. Mm-mm. Emmanuel Sanders, five receptions. 76 yards, no touchdown. I, I think you see the trend that I'm going with here. Right. That's, that's thoroughly ridiculous. That's thoroughly ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you what happened to the Broncos. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened to the Broncos. We're sitting here 
and we mentioned it, but we didn't see it happening. We know, and and good brother B over here mentioned it. The Giants are not a running team. They don't and care. We were mentioning their running backs. I mentioned Gallman. However, it's Orleans Darqua from Tulane. Tulane, I had to say Tulane because B loves to say Tulane. Um, he had 21 attempts for 117 yards. And they they ran the ball. Yeah. Gallman had another nine attempts for 27 yards. They, they ran the ball. And the Broncos simply just did not know how to react to that. Shout out to Evan Ingram for pulling through and having five receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown. That's a good game. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the Broncos is another team that doesn't have an identity. When you have a serviceable quarterback throwing 50 passes, yeah. when You're I'm right. not even going to yeah. say elite, top-tier quarterbacks can't win you a ball game with 50-plus passes. And not against that and is. not against that defense exactly. either. Exactly. I don't care who it is. You could throw Jameis Winston out there. You could throw Eli Manning out there. You could throw Cam Newton out there. You could throw Mariota out there. You could throw all these guys. I dare you. Give them the ball and tell them to throw it 50-plus times and get us a win. Just like Sunday night, Jack Rabbit will get a pick six. Jack Rabbit. Man, he snapped that game too. He played a good. He played a good game. He played a good game. The defense did what they had to do, but the defense has always been good. Pierre Paul came through. Seven tackles, three sacks, lit, and a forced fumble. Three sacks for three fingers. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? That was that's cold. his max. He can't. He can't get more than three sacks because he can't hold it up. Oh my god! <laughs> that was worse. That was worse. You set it up. Are, y'all are trash. Oh my god! He set it up. Y'all are trash for that one. All right, I'm I'm done with that game though. No, you got anything to say on that game else? Fifty attempts. Yeah, that's that's bad. Um, Monday you night football. I'm like an oracle. I just wanted to throw that out there. That made me feel great. Yeah, I got you, bro. Thanks, Broski. So Monday we had the Colts at the Titans. Um, I didn't really get to watch too much of this game. I watched the whole game. Uh, Mariota is back. I like Mariota. I do too, man. He's good. I started him in fantasy. Yep. Mariota is. You know how like I'm about to be a real nerd here, but you know like for when when Dragon Ball Z first got to the Super Saiyan phase. They had this thing called an ascended Super Saiyan, mm. which is like he ascended past just your regular Super Saiyan level and was just at a level never before seen, right? right. Mariota is now an ascended game manager. I, I say this for a reason. Mariota has all the skills to really be a gunslinging quarterback. Right. He has the arm. He has the guts. He has the vision. However, he understands his team's identity. And he's going to manage the game. I I think Indianapolis played a great game on their part. I think Jacoby Brissett really showed me something in that game. He's got he's got some he's got some gusto. He's got some intestinal fortitude. He definitely played the game well. 
However, the, the deciding factor in this game, now the quarterback play, the running game. Yeah. Um, Henry, which was crazy because Henry was the spellback. Henry was spelling for Murray. Murray had his 12 carries for 40 yards, and I mean, that's to be expected because, you know, he's seeing the majority of the first touches. However, when you have a quarterback, I mean, when you have a running back such as Derrick Henry as your spellback, 19 receptions, I mean, 19 rushes for 131 yards and a touchdown, even though the last touchdown came at the end of the game. But it just shows you what their identity is. We have in a once elite running back who still has those elite skills. His numbers might not show it, but DeMarco Murray is still a good runner of the ball. And we have a former Heisman Trophy winner whose skills obviously translate in the pro level as the second running back coming in. It's not thunder and lightning. It's thunder and more thunder. <laughs> so, you know, it, they, that is really what's going to carry them to possibly winning the division is that run game. It's literally run game versus run game. Are these two guys going to be able to outdo Leonard Fournette when they meet? That's going to be a really interesting game to see the Titans play the Jaguars. Did they already play? Yes, right? Um, I believe they played. They played yeah. one. They got one more to play. And, I mean, you know, Mariota is, is solid. He's solid, but he's not the player of the game. Neither him or the, or, or the running backs are the player of the game. I, I don't even know how to say his name correctly. Ryan Sukup. Sukup? Sukup? Sukup. Ryan Kicker. Sukup. I got, yeah. him, I got him on my fantasy team. He's, he went five for five. He's the reason I won the game. He went five for five. He scored 15 of 36 points. He's lit. 15. He's nuke. They lose. If you take away his field goals, they lose by a point. Oh, he's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Vendetary didn't do too bad on his side either. He went three for three, but, you know, it's not a suck up. Well, well, it's, right. well um, I'm right here, bro. So, uh, anything else? Is he good? Um, I was, I was thoroughly, I was not thoroughly, I was surprisingly impressed by that game. You know, both of these teams have the tools to be a lot better than we give them credit for. Like, I legit feel like the Colts is one of the better teams with luck. I I got to keep it real with you. Negroes don't dance. We joke. I was just about to say the like same thing. Lip biting. Okay. Animal. Lip. Okay, okay. So, so <laughs> I'm fresh. Moving, moving, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. One reception, 19 yards. Okay. Somebody's got to find him for me. All right. Sounds good. No, it doesn't sound good. Find him. Okay. Or well, don't tell me to find him. I, don't really... I mean, who else am I going to look at to find him? Who am I going to turn to, bro? He needs to be found. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, a couple quick hits. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers stepped up big time to hand Kansas City their first loss, limiting them to only six yards in the first half. Offensively, um, wait. Say that again. The Steelers' defense—they held Kansas City to only six yards in the first half. Yikes! Six, six total total offensive yards in the oh first half God. of the game. They're, the end total um, 
they only had... Well, they ended up... Okay, they got more towards the end of the game with 251. But, yeah. So, what you mean to tell me is that the Chiefs put up 247... No, 246... Seven, six, five. five. 245 yards in the second half? Yes. Because they had to. Holy bejesus. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I just wanted to say that the Steelers' defense is, is playing really is good. Is Le'Veon Bell back? He is. Okay. You think he's officially back now? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Antonio he, he went off 30, 32 game. carries, 179 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I think he's back. They, I'll tell you this much. The Steelers are definitely the first team to figure out how to bottle up Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Tyreek Hill. Let's see. Adrian Peterson snapped. Of course. Snapped. Who didn't? Let, let, let's. Okay, let me ask the two of you this honest question. Did y'all really not see that coming? No, I did. Yeah. Okay. Because he was going to get more touches. I did you know? I say. Did you know he's living with Larry Fitzgerald right now? He's, Larry, he's living in Larry Fitz's guest house right now. That makes sense. Yeah. That's lit. Yeah. You, you know, that was, that was a, that's a quick move. You don't just get up and just get a place to live like that. Right. But you know what, though, why this makes sense? Why I didn't understand why it, why New Orleans didn't use him like that? It's just, Essentially, it's the same offense. Both of those offenses are offenses that want to go through receivers wide and throw the ball. If you're going to do that, then you got to establish the run. So if you got a good running back, you give him the ball. It makes it easier for the quarterback who wants to throw for those 50 times a game. Drew Brees being one of those guys. So, if AP was to get started in, in, in New Orleans, then Drew Brees is going to have him a big day. But they never did that. Is that a Drew Brees thing or is that a Sean Payton thing? It's Sean Payton. But I'm, so I'm not. I, I'm, it's time for him to go. Yeah, I'm not putting it on Drew Brees at all. I'm just saying how easy of a concept that is. New Orleans Saints just never had a featured back since Ricky Williams was there. Like, I can't say Ingram is a featured back because he is. He splits time by committee with three other or four other guys. Yeah, he may be the guy that they always call his name, but he's splitting time. So it doesn't make sense. So you send AP to Arizona. What does Arizona do? We're, we're going to use him like you're supposed to. We're going to keep the three receivers out. But yeah. in essence, we're spreading the ball out. To make it easier to I mean, run the spreading, ball. We're spreading the teams out so that way we can get a lot more holes to run the ball through. And as soon as the team start bumping in the box, we take advantage by going over the top of his head. Bingo, bango, <laughs> bongo. All right. And my last quick hit before we get into the picks for this week. Um... Teddy Bridgewater has officially been cleared to go back to practice. Teddy. He can practice fully. So that gives us about a three-week window to where he could return. So Teddy will be coming back, guys. I I think this could this could be very, very good for the Vikings. Especially now that Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. This opens the North wide open. Oh, true. Very true. The North is definitely wide open, especially after that Saints Lions game. Yeah. So it's for it's for the Vikings to take at this point. So we'll we'll see if they capitalize on that. Um, one quick hit for me. Yep, go for it. Until the Lions find themselves a running back, they will not be an elite team. 
I think they need a running back, and I think they need a uh, a deep threat receiver. Beyond, got, besides Tate. I mean, Marvin Jones isn't as gold bad. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones. I think they need a Martavis Bryant type. Ah. Can't argue that those guys who every team needs a Martavis. No, I, I agree those guys like, who just named were pretty much slot guys. Those are vice presidents. Those are not presidents of the receiver. I mean, I understand that, and I and I see what y'all are saying, but that that team right now, as is, is a very effective team. Not a playoff the win back. team. I think they are. You just uh, have I a just, running back. I just feel like they've with been running back. That's what I'm saying. With a running back, that team is solid. I just feel like, as far as the passing game goes, they ever since you know. Megatron's gone. They haven't had the guy. I wonder what he's been doing. Enjoying Chilling life. Enjoying his life. <laughs> working, working out. All right. Trying to make a comeback to the Patriots. So, bro, before playoff time. Don't listen. Don't 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 mess with my heart. No 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 no. Don't All right, guys, gentlemen. So the picks last week. If you guys you guys want to know how bad we did last week. Sure, bro. Lay it on us. All right. B, you actually did the best last week. Oh, I'm going to Vegas. You went seven for seven. Oh, broke even. Seven. Okay. Seven. Yeah, seven, seven and seven. And, seven. and okay. Nels and myself went six and eight. Fudgery. Yeah. So, uh, that brings the overall totals. B is still up front, 46 and 30. Nels is behind Dang. him at 44 and 32. I'm still in last place, 39-37. Yeah, so things got to change. So uh, starting things off, we have Thursday night football. We got the 5-1 and one Chiefs at the 2-4 and four Raiders. Chiefs. I'm going to have to go Chiefs. Sorry. No, I understand. I, I said Raiders. Listen, I, 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 I completely understand. And I would go Chiefs. I have to go Raiders on this one only because I feel like this is a must win for the Raiders. Their season, if they no, if they want any hope of getting their season back on track and salvaging something and trying to at least get into the playoffs, it has to start Thursday. They have have to get this win. You guys always play them so early. We have to get this win. So I'm going to go with the Raiders just based on that. This is a must win for them. And you know, in Oakland, just hoping we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we got the two and three Bucks at the three and two Bills. Mm. Bills. Mm. Something happened to um. What you call it? He got James hurt. Winston. Huh? James Winston got hurt. Yeah. What? What? What is? Yes. Um. Uh, but he may be able to play through the injury. Nah, I don't. I don't Bills. like when quarterbacks yeah. going maybe. I'm going. Never yeah, go with I'm going. I'm going Bills, Bills as well. I never trust. Hard them. to win in Buffalo. Um. We got the four and two Panthers at the two and four Bears. Um. I don't know if you guys saw, but Jordan Howard is nasty. Is nasty and um. Uh. Uh. Tariq Cohen. Is nasty too. Like the two of them together in that, like they got. They're gonna. In they're gonna cause some trouble. Yeah, they got. They got some in Chicago. They do. Yeah. With we that got, being said, Carolina. Yeah, I like. <laughs> I like Carolina in this game too. And you said it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Ooh, I mean, I'm already losing anyway. Let's go Bears. Ooh, I like the Bears on this one. Ooh, I do. Hey, okay. Mitchell Trubisky's okay, okay. in the upset alert. I like Mitchell Tribs. All right. Trubisky. 
We got the three and three Titans at the still winless Browns. I think they're going to still be winless after this week. Any disagreements? I like the Browns. Really? No. <laughs> but I say once you know once I ride it, it's a lot. No, don't ride it, Titans. B. Go Team Titans. Okay. Oh, Team Titans, go! We got the three and two Saints at the four and two Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and Ooh. doesn't look like the Packers are signing anybody. So, hint, oh, they riding with Huntley. Uh, yeah, they're riding with Huntley. So, Ooh. I'm gonna go with the Saints on this one. Ooh, see, this this is where it gets a little tricky because if Huntley went to the school of Aaron Rodgers. If you went to the school of Aaron Rodgers, baby. He threw three picks on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna throw I was gonna throw some hella shade, but I'm not I'm not gonna do it. Go for it, bro. No, no. I'm ready. No. Shade police is out you. No. What are you gonna say? Say it. No. Say it, bro. Sorry, podcast listeners, I'm not gonna do it. I am going to say that I am going to rock with I wanna say the Packers. I'm going with the Packers. Huh. Upset. Packers okay. at home, right? Yes, Packers are at home. Yeah, like, okay. See, it's the, the Packers defense and the crowd versus Saints. I feel you. offense. Okay. You know the Saints haven't committed a turnover yet on offense, right? Happens now. Okay. I'm going Saints. Okay. All right. We got the 3-3 three and three Jaguars at the 2-4 and four Colts division game. Oh, my goodness. This is a horrible game. There's a horrible game to watch. This is it. Someone's flipping coin. I'm gonna. I'm rolling with the Jaguars on this Jags, one, baby. I think Fournette and the Jaguars defense is gonna. I'm going, I'm going Jags, baby. Both teams just look abysmal, bro. You look abysmal. Pepto abysmal. Jaguars are okay. Nah, you ain't. As long as I keep the ball out of Bortles' hands. No, but, but no, the they tried to. Hands. They tried to this past weekend. He threw a ball to a receiver. <laughs> it went perfect. And then it got tipped up and this guy got picked off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come on. It's Bortles, bro. And up until then, it, the announcer said, Blake Bortles hasn't committed any turnover yet. And this then, game. And then, Yeah, this game. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is great. It's Bortles, baby. It's I, thought, Bortles, baby. I thought to myself. Oh, yeah, we live. Baby. I thought to myself, Booty can't say anything to him. Then he throws a dart. Boop, tips up. Interception. I'm like, yeah. oh man. Maybe throwing the ball a little harder. A little this bit. game is this game is tailor fit for Fournette to take off. Mm-hmm. Who are you picking, B? Going with Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. We got the three and three Cardinals at the four and two Rams. This could be a good game. This is gonna be a good game. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Cards. Mm. Who are you going with, Buddha? <laughs> Oh, you waiting for me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually gonna. Ooh. I'm still thinking. I'm like. I'm I think like, I, I think I'm gonna go with the Rams at home. I'm going with the. I'm going with Madden in my head. I'm going Cardinals. Okay. All right, we got the three and three Jets at the three and two Dolphins. Ooh, that's actually gonna be a good game. I like the Jets. It's actually gonna be a good game. Um, Jets, J E T S. Win, 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 please. Please, please. <laughs> um, it's in Miami, huh? Yeah. Oof. 
Both of y'all picked the Jets? Yeah. I'm going Dolphins. Okay. I was just locked in. Dolphins. Sounds good. Fins up. Um, <laughs> all right. We got the 3-3 three and three Ravens at the 4-2 and two Vikings. Minnesota. Yeah, I like Minnesota. They're moving in a good direction. Nels, what say you? What say you, kind sir? <laughs> what say you, sir? What say you, shrew? Who's playing quarterback for Vikings? Nice. Mm. Case Keenum. Still. I like the Ravens. Okay. Case Keenum, Fresno. Houston. Houston. We got the uh, the two and three Cowboys at the still winless 49ers. Yep. Taking my boys. We got Zeke this week. Cowboys. You know, I'm gonna go you, with the Cowboys. You know why the you know why Ezekiel's uh, suspension got postponed? the judges on vacation. The judges on vacation. That's crazy. What the finuck? All right, we got the two and three Bengals at the four and two Steelers. Mmm, that's a good game. Bengals need this one. Bengals do need this they one. They need this one, but they're not gonna get this one. Steelers. Bengals. Mm, um, you said Le'Veon Bell is back. I did. Was he back two? But then there's, but it's still Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Who needs to hang it up? Are Roethlisberger's good? mm, No. I'm going Bengals. You forget he almost that that interception that he threw that. Was just tipped and Antonio Brown caught and ran for a touchdown. Yeah, that was a pick. That should have been a pick. Sure. All right, we got the three and two Broncos at the two and four Chargers. Super San Diego. Los Angeles. Los Angeles Super Chargers. Oh, you're not San Diego right. anymore. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So you're going Chargers? Nope. I'm going to opposing oh. team. I think the Broncos are. Pissed after this loss to the Giants, I think they're going to try to make a statement. The Broncos are going to make a statement. This is going to be a statement game for the Broncos. I'm easily going Broncos with their leader Sideman. Yep, serviceable Simeon. All right, we got the three and two Seahawks at the one and five Giants. I'm going Seahawks pretty easily. Legion of Boom. Giants are going to go on a winning streak. I'm lying, Seahawks. Mm, Okay. You say that and they do. Then what? And I'm going to have to crown them. Crown them, <laughs> crown them what knows? I'm going <laughs> to crown them the best football team in the universe. Holy cow. Um, and that's covering all kinds of footballs, too. Yeah. So, so soccer, all any, no, anything is football. They're, they're, not, they're not better than Real Madrid. You don't know that. Oh, I, I know this. All right. Anyway, so Sunday night football, we got the 3-2 and two Falcons at the 4-2 and two Patriots. Not a Super Bowl rematch, but a Super Bowl rematch. Is the first one? Yeah. I'm going with the Falcons. Julio banged up. Patriots. That's why you're making these noises. We know who you're going to pick. Right. I actually 
No, actually, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. If he does a whole spiel just to pick the Patriots, no, I'm not, I'm actually gonna pick the Patriots, but See, <laughs> I want to go whole spiel. That's it, I, we don't even want to hear anymore. I'm gonna tell you why we don't need to. You because already explained earlier. No, I did not. You, you really did. Avid Patriots fans, fine. No, I did not. You broke down why the Patriots could lose to the Falcons, but they won't lose to the Falcons. I was just gonna say, I really was gonna pick Falcons until B brought up that Julio is hurt. Okay, Julio, Julio, Julio. Right. Julio, so going Patriots. All right, we got Monday Night Football. This could be a really good game. We got the three. You said and could be, will be Monday Night. Oh yeah, the three and two Redskins at the five and one Eagles. That's going to be a good game. That's, That's going to be a good be game. game. That really? is going to be a good game. I'm still rolling with the Eagles. Their momentum is is pushing. It's in Philly. Where, yeah. where else were you gonna go? <laughs> You're going Redskins? I'm riding with Kurt, my cousin. <laughs> Are you serious? Kurt, my cousin. Him. He's, he's not your part of them, though. Nah, my cousin. Him. You know, you only play when they do it. For real? Yeah. Okay. B's going Redskins. I'm going Eagles. You only claim Eagles. when they doing good. Fly, Eagles, fly. At this point in NFL pickings, you can pick whatever. Because... We don't know who's gonna win. That's that. That's one thing yeah, we that's don't true. know. We, every every pick makes sense at this point right now. We you could yeah. This this one looks like the official straight up win, and you'd be like, ah. All yeah. right. So that's our picks for NFL. I mean, we got a couple minutes left. Nels, do you want to? Nels, do you guys want to talk about anything basketball? Absolutely. We have to talk the NBA. We have no choice. Tonight is opening night. But before you talk about opening night, I want to go ahead and tell our listeners to if you have the time. Put this on your watch list. Go watch Big Mouth on Netflix. You won't be disappointed because hey, they're not funny. paying us, bro. We don't spot. We don't. We don't spot no money. I'm just saying. They ain't cutting the check, bro. I just want to because I want to bring it up nah. in conversation. Nah, fam, they gotta cut the check. They you right. You here. right. Sorry, yeah, Netflix. I'm gonna at you guys on Twitter. Let you guys hey, know I'm speaking Netflix, about you. Netflix, cut the check. We got you. Secure the bag. Yeah. Um. Ad placement here. Everyone yeah, quiet. Quiet. You understand? Um, so, I just want to give you guys just a, a simple run-through. Um, obviously, as you can tell, we are doing this as opening night 2017 for the NBA is happening. As you um, can tell. I mean, prayers up to Gordon Hayward. Um, I wouldn't wish anything like that on my worst enemy. And I, and I mean that. That that just looked terrible. Not even on your and, worst enemy? Nah. Your worst I would. En- your worst enemy got a ticket. I never my worst enemy that. could have that. <laughs> yeah, I never understood I that statement. If you my worst enemy... Take this that's how, L. That's how bad. But that's how bad it is. Take this L, bro. See, but some people, some people aren't savages like the two of y'all. So no. I'm just continue if you my enemy, hey, I'm the UPS guy. I got a package. Just an L. Take it. They got to sign first, bro. Oh, sign for this yeah. L. Sign for this L. Even worse. But the Cavaliers just beat the Celtics, um, 102.99. And and currently, um, Golden State is beating Houston 67-56 with a minute 37 left in the second half. Um, I'm really interested in this season. Um, we have some teams that I feel like, due to the fact that we're talking all about Golden State and Cleveland, is going to fly under the radar, and I think they're going to do pretty well. Um, teams that I'm looking at... Um, Are the teams at West? I mean, I was looking at the Celtics, but, I mean, Gordon being hurt changes a lot. We're going to see how they adjust. Um, looking at Charlotte, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Dwight Howard playing center. Um, I like Milwaukee. Milwaukee's an up-and-coming team. They have a lot of talent all across the board in the East. Um, I think they do well. I think Detroit does well. 
I also think Philadelphia finally gets the process into playoff land. I, th- I think they can at least compete for seven or eight. Um, we'll see how the Heat do. I- I'm not. I'm not too much. Not too much having faith in the Heat. Of course, we can't forget about Toronto or Washington. Um, in the West, I mean, there's some teams that's up and coming. I mean, it's just crazy that it, the super team era is really here. And, you know, teams that have small markets, such as the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder, which I believe is the smallest market in the league, now have three bona fide franchise players playing there under their uh, in their arena every night. I like Oklahoma City. I like San Antonio. I still like Utah. Clippers aren't no slouches. Houston is, is decent. I'm really looking forward to seeing Minnesota. I'm really looking forward to seeing Minnesota. Um, it's going to be a good year of basketball. And I mean, as the season progresses, we'll be discussing more about it. Um, and also discussing some 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 old players that, you know, hit the comeback trail and, and they're doing well, such as uh, Derrick Rose, but that'll be for the next episode. Um, he did good this game. He had some explosive moves. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm His happy. His knees are still intact, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually happy that the NBA is back. Um, also, Major League Baseball, we are inching closer and closer to the World Series. Um, so far, my predictions stand correct. How they got there, which I didn't tell you guys, is completely wrong. But I still have the Astros and the Dodgers um, meeting up in the World Series. And I think we are pretty close to that. Um, I know that the Yankees just tied it up with the Astros, so it's two all in the ALCS. And Dodgers, as of right now, have a uh, 2-0 lead on the Chicago Cubs. So you wouldn't wish four flat tires on your worst enemy? I would wish four flat tires on my worst enemy. I'm mad that you've been sitting here thinking about what your worst enemy I sure would wish that on my worst enemy. But that injury right there, that's, that's crazy. If your worst enemy is up on you in everything they do, and you're trying to get a win, and that happens to be it. You got to take that. I would take that. I would wish. I wouldn't wish that on them though. That's if they got hurt, I wouldn't sit there and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Or I'm like, "Dang, that's crazy." And I go on about my life. That don't mean I'm, I'm a wish for that. That's like saying if you Aaron Rodgers and you playing behind Brett Favre, you tr- you know you that nice. You, you know think you Aaron that Rogers nice. Wish for Brett Favre to get hurt. You Maybe to get traded. You want you want Brett Favre to take this L. Here. I guess. Sign for this bag. I mean, I'm shocked that you're still thinking about this, but that was the topic I was on. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so that's that's pretty much it for this for the other sports that you know I want to talk about. Hockey should be coming soon as well. Yep. But uh, you know, hockey will be always short because you guys don't talk hockey. I like hockey. We can talk hockey. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta talk hockey. And also, we gotta start talking wrestling too. In due time. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Just, just give me a recap after pay-per-views. And that's all I need. In due time. All right, cool. So, I mean, that's pretty much it for me here, bro. Two times for the shield. Burn up. Burn up. <laughs> I heard they brought out their tactical gear. Yeah, they did. Real life goals. That was so where you got it. You got it. yeah. Yeah, I know. I was, Come on, no, yeah, you, 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 you gotta leave us out for more. No, so, that we part, have, that we part, have a routine here, bro. No, that part was where you add placement. 
Mm-hmm. That was ad placement. Yeah, that was. Dead silence we're, we're waiting. We're waiting. Cut for the, the check, yeah, people. We're waiting for the bag to be secured. Um, <laughs> this, is where, this is where you can reach a crowd that you have never reached before. So listen, this is me putting in my pitch right now on behalf of my brethren, B and Buddha, for sports. And not just sports in general. Importantly, our sports podcast. And not just any sports podcast, but balls. A sports podcast. This is where you need to be, and this is where you need to put your ad, that blank space that you just heard 25 seconds ago. And I'm ranting. All right? I just wanted to say to everybody who listening, appreciate y'all ballaholics for listening. All right? And uh, you know where to catch us. You can hit us on email at ballssportspodcast at gmail.com. You can also catch us on Twitter at balls underscore podcast. Now, don't forget, subscribe, stars, five stars, leave a review, give us feedback, questions, whatever you got. We may read some things here on the show if it's good. You can uh, also catch us on YouTube at Ad yeah, Placement. Ad Placement. That was more Ad Placement. I'm trying. YouTube, I'm cut the check, bro. Yeah. We're going to eventually establish a YouTube channel, and we're just doing all this just so you guys can understand mm-hmm. where we're coming from. Because a YouTube listener or a YouTube CEO or whatever is going to listen to this. Word. And they're going to remember this moment. Oh, my God. Yeah, so tell your friends to, to tell, tell their friend, friends to tell their mamas and, and their cousins. Tell boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Tell the friend to tell the ex. It yeah, works. tell your ex and tell your ex don't ever say I didn't do nothing good for you. Tell your friend to tell your ex because your ex probably doesn't want to talk to you right now. Grow up. Unless unless you they're the one who is in the wrong, in which case they'd be happy to hear from you then disappointed that that's why you're hitting them up because they're thinking you're going to want to get back together, but Oh, you hit him with the Oak Yeah, no, I just want to tell you about this cool-ass podcast I listen to. That's lit. I like your setup. You know that person would be looking sick. Sick. And shout-out to Diego one time. Two-time for Diego, yo. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I think we're done here. All right, we got uh, another one in the books. Yeah. That's oh. usually your line. Oh, episode six in the books. All right. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Good job, guys. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, just so everybody knows to all the new listeners, um, we record these episodes on Tuesdays. They drop every Wednesday. So just so you're, you know, on the lookout for it. For your listening pleasure. Mm, Pleasure. Ciao. (laughs) You know about the thread? What thread? You don't know about the ciao thread. Yeah, I gotta put these guys Anyways, up on are we still recording? Yeah, I'm about to end. Oh, we're still, we're still recording. <laughs> okay, oh. bye guys. Bye.